0: previewing the afc east getting ready for training camps they are opening up and nfl football will be shortly upon us in the 2022 season bills jets patriots dolphins some nuggets some breakout players which teams are over and underrated possibly going into the 2022 season coming up right now you're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you at PD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day in F- or AFC East. Excuse me, Buffalo Bills. They were a team that is probably angry and fell short last year. We'll go on alphabetical through uh, these divisions. And I think everyone, like we don't even have to pick division winners. Everyone knows that they're going to pick the Buffalo Bills. You know, sure. a team that fell a little bit short last year in the playoffs with just an unbelievable matchup with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Matt, first of all, before we pick maybe some breakout players on this roster, uh, and, and talk about what this team looks like. They were a 11 and six team last year, in the mix for that that one seed. Didn't get the one seed in the AFC playoffs, which may have played a role in all of this for them last year. But uh, you know, superstar quarterback. What are some of the biggest nuggets for you for the Buffalo Bills heading into 2022?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're the consensus number one power rank team. Uh, they're the the best bet in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. I'm sure I'll do another power ranking between now and opening day. And it would shock me if they're not number one, they were one last time, but I think people were a little too excited about this team overall in that they were 11 and six last year. They weren't 13 and four, they weren't 14 and three. um, And there was some inconsistencies throughout their regular season, not only by the team, but by Josh Allen as well. Like, in some ways his re- or a lot of ways really his regular season 2 years ago was better than the one this past year. They were both awesome. I'm not telling I mean, I'm just I'm picking nits here to no end. Yeah. But I think a lot of us just remember the playoffs where he was Superman and they kind of got the short end of that 13 seconds at the end of the Chiefs game and they might have been Super Bowl champs, but their season was far from perfect though. Is all I'm saying. Everyone just looks at these guys like there's they're infallible.
0: But is that a reason maybe to look at this team and say, oh, they're even maybe underrated because this year's going to be that fourteen and two because it's all going to come together. Josh Allen potentially could be even better than yep. he was, a little more efficient, adding you know pieces on defense to go with their you know uh, recently highly drafted edge players. They got power players, Greg Rousseau, mm-hmm. uh, EJ a big guys, and then you add Von Miller to that mix on defense. Clearly, they're in win it now mode, and and they're going for it. I, I almost feel like they they could have they should have been better than they were and maybe if you ran it back last year they'd be the one seed in the better team so I think that's why everyone's so excited I wonder if you could argue that they're even underrated a little bit and this is the this is that team where it's like oh this is the year they go win 14 games
1: Uh, yes I, I hear you and I'm not fighting you on that at all because I've been unbelievably impressed how this staff has slowly built the foundation of the house and they did it the right way you know I mean building around Allen with veterans, building the defense through the draft. And then this year, this offseason was the uncharacteristic, push all your chips in, you know, not, you know, check, check, fold, you know, win some pots here and there. They're going all in. And I get it. You know, these windows close quickly in this league. And, you know, next year, Stefan Diggs is going to be making a trillion, gazillion dollars. And, you know, it's going to be harder to keep guys with Allen's contract. But it happened, it's a total coincidence, I didn't even know we were going to do the show, last night I read the Football Outsiders Almanac that's out, everyone should get it, Um, the Bills chapter. You know, just, again, total coincidence. And they had a couple little points I thought were interesting in that they have their off-season no-no list. And they said the Bills committed a couple no-nos this off-season that when you think you're a little better than you are, sometimes teams do. And the ones that stand out, they can I guess three, one? Yeah, yeah guess go ahead, one? go ahead, go ahead.
0: They drafted a running back too high.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's not even, a,
0: it's not even an every down back.
1: Yep, they, they compared it to the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire draft pick of the Chiefs that we're just one little weapon away, you know. It, usually teams aren't like that. You probably should have drafted a tackle, you know, and I like James Cook a lot. That was one of the offseason no-nos, a, a gadgety-type weapon running back with an early pick. The other one was paying a 30-plus – year old free agent huge money just rarely works out in history talking about Von Miller and then the other one is trading up in round one for a non-quarterback Kahir Elam you know they're looking at it like wow we're one corner away and one edge fast rusher away usually this league bites you in the butt a little bit when you get that ahead of yourself that way
0: I think traditionally some of those older players big money contracts just the way that structures are now with contracts, I don't think this is one that's necessarily going to hurt them. So that one's mm-hmm. sort of neutral for me. I totally agree about the no-no of James Cook. You know, gadgety, a third down type of a back. They drafted him too high. But I, I, I like the, the aggressiveness. You know, I don't love trading up for a non-quarterback. I don't love trading up a lot in the NFL draft, period. Yeah, but right. I mean, they're, they're, Elam's a player. They need to get into that tier of corner. To pair with Tradavius White. So I actually don't have a problem with the Elam one where their team is. But the James Cook one, yeah, that's a big no. It feels a lot like the Clyde Edwards Hilaire pick.
1: Mm-hmm, 100%. And uh, they weren't necessarily critical of each move. They just say since Football Outsiders has been around a long yeah. time,
0: <laughs> these are no-no's.
1: Yeah, these are no-no's. I mean, general, you know, generic statements.
0: Brian Dable. I, he's got to get you know Josh Allen deserves a lot of credit for his own development mm-hmm. and the hard work he's put in, but I think you got to give some credit. I don't know what the scale is, how much percent you put on yeah. Brian Dable as the offensive coordinator and the QB guru that helped Josh Allen out. Is there a, is there a possibility that losing Brian Dable is a bigger loss, having a defensive minded head coach than maybe we're all talking about with Josh Allen in that Buffalo Bills offense?
1: Yeah, I mean I think he's been long overdue for a head job. Um, people remember Ken Dorsey from his time at the U and winning the Heisman, and he takes over at offensive coordinator, and is very, very well respected. I've never heard a bad thing about him. But it, it almost has to be a down—you know—it almost has to be a, a, a downturn, don't you think? I mean, when you lose an elite coordinator that has a, a great rapport with not only Allen but the whole offense of workings as a whole, yeah. I mean, that's that's a, one of these things that good teams have to overcome. People come and pluck your good your good things.
0: Yeah. I think they're going to be better on defense Uh, offense. They could even take a step back, even if Josh Allen is as good or even continues to get a little bit better. So that that's, that is a big question for me is, is how exactly the offense takes shape or, you know, does Josh Allen have that foundation? Thanks, Brian Dable. We're going to roll. We got a smart young coordinator. Let's go and let's dominate. They added a couple of players on offense as well, but they lost one. And, if we're talking about breakout players, is there a certain, I I've got some breakouts in mind with this Buffalo bills team. Do you have a certain breakout player that you like for Buffalo?
1: Um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, I, I, there's some guys I'm excited about to see with the bills. This is kind of nerdy, but OJ Howard is a backup tight end. Now that I always <laughs> thought was immensely talented. That, yeah. You know, I mean like that's a nice little piece to add. They never ran double tight end sets. Now they will, you know, a lot of the pressures off them. Like, I wish the Steelers picked him up. Uh, you probably say, I wish the Niners picked him up. Like, I yeah. Mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, you get out OJ Howard, sure. Um, OJ may- Howard
0: is one of the weirdest players in the last five yeah. years because of how talented he was. 2017 first round tight end, when you're 6'5, you have all the ability. You come from a big school, Alabama, SEC, yeah. you can run block. You were on a five flat. How is he not even, uh, let alone a starter, a superstar tight end in the league? I know.
1: Crazy. I've kept him in like every dynasty league forever yeah. and it just hasn't quite popped and I'm I, I'm still a little excited about him. I can't quite quit him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I want to go to Cole Beasley, who to my knowledge yeah, hasn't even signed yet. He's thing. still on the street right. as a free agent. I mean, he's been a heavily targeted player throughout his career, even last year his numbers dropped a little bit but he had um, no actually I take that back he had the exact same amount of catches as the year before just not as many yards he had only 8.5 yards per reception which was a lot lower than his 11.8 the year before he was nearly a thousand yard receiver in 2020 for the bills but 82 catches the last two years they got to replace 82 receptions on offense and I think uh, a lot of folks really like Gabriel Davis as they should but I think Mm -hmm. he's such a clear outside number two to Stephon Diggs I'm really excited about a breakout of one of the slot guys Isaiah McKenzie has a lot of speed and could give you even more than than cole beasley did as far as uh, you know explosive plays on that roster and then they drafted Khalil Shakir just in case that Isaiah McKenzie isn't the guy um and and he's a do-it-all player maybe they could use him in a gadget role hand him the ball out of the backfield and then Jameson Crowder as well so I don't know which one of those three guys I kind of like Isaiah McKenzie but Crowder is the veteran you know Khalil Shakir might have to wait a while he's the rookie but I think the slot player there is the one maybe to sneak in and and own in your fantasy football leagues and could give you a little bit of a breakout with all those extra targets that are available in that offense
1: yeah that's a great call I mean Everyone knows about Diggs. He's a true alpha. There aren't a lot of true alphas in the league. He absolutely is. Gabe Davis is going unbelievably high in fantasy with the thoughts of he'll never leave the field where he used to You know, need him have a high snap count before, not a super high snap count. And last time we saw him, he caught a million touchdowns in the playoffs. I'm with you, though. I think the slot situation is really interesting. I bet there's some listeners that didn't even realize Crowder ended up here. It was like a real under the radar. type of really. I yeah. was
0: I was shocked by this when I started looking at the bills because I was I was looking at the clear the Khalil Shakir pick mm-hmm. and I was thinking, okay, maybe he's someone that's got to – And I was like, wait a second, he's behind multiple block, players yeah. for that role, so it might take a while for Shakir. But and I liked Isaiah McKenzie. He's on my dynasty roster in the in the Locked On Dynasty League because yeah, uh, he was the one that I thought was going to be. Uh, the guy there, but they're, they're kind of different skill sets, but you know, if it is Crowder, there's a lot of targets available out of the slot in Buffalo.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I like all those guys as well. I, I didn't think Shakir was a fifth round pick. I thought he'd be like a third McKenzie is a do it all dude. The absolutely love on your team Returner, ball carrier, all the above, you know exactly what Crowder is. And I, I read this stat yesterday too. I guess it was from football outsiders as well. The bills, unlike your Niners had the least, yards after catch in the league well that might change you know James Cook's a good receiver or two tight ends that can catch the ball now really five receivers we just mentioned so there's a lot more options
0: yeah and and that was a clear focus on at least two of their draft picks right right in, in Cook so that's a good point fantastic stuff okay Buffalo Bills overrated according to Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL for <laughs> you Buffalo Bills fans let's get to the rest of the AFC East after I'll let you guys know about our friends at Built Bar. Go to built.com. You can get 15% off with our promo code. I'll drop that promo code on you in a second. If you want to get a box of protein bars that taste like a candy bar, we're talking high protein, low calorie, low sugar treats that you can feel good about. They taste delicious. And are good for you. That is the combination you want. Go replace all of that junk food that you've got in your desk at work. And get yourself a Built Bar that will actually power you through the day when you need a snack. With all of that 17 grams of protein in most Built Bars. Only 130 to 150 calories in most Built Bars. Only 4 or 5 grams of sugar in most Built Bars. Uh, It's a fantastic combination. And the flavors are unreal. You will be blown away by what they're able to do with low calorie and low sugar and high protein in these bars. Like the coconut brownie chunk flavor and the puff flavors of Built Bars if you like a marshmallowy treat most Built Bars covered in 100% real chocolate too. So, go to built.com, grab yourself a box. If you're not sure what flavor, you can get a mixed box of Built Bars. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks again, everybody, for making Lock or for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are moving along here, Matt, to the Miami Dolphins, who had uh, some coaching movement, just like the Buffalo Bills did, but it was their head coach that left. But they keep their in-house coach to coordinate the defense Mm -hmm. so they want to go Shanahan tree offense but keep the scheme on defense but they lost their head coach it sounds good on paper we'll see how it really works out that's the big question for me is just what do the coaching changes do for this Miami Dolphins team can you can you keep all the good on defense and then just add to the offense and this was a team that people might forget had a winning record of nine and eight last year
1: yeah sometimes you look back at the records and like well, they were nine and eight or the Bills were not as good a record as i thought. That was good, but it wasn't as, you know, as, as dominant as i thought. And you nailed it. I do think the the coaching changes and decisions are really interesting here and their off season is pretty apparent what they're targeting is that so they they produced 4.8 yards per play last year on offense. I mean, only 3 teams were worse than that. And, and you know, there was o-line issues, a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage, not much of a running game. But the defense was pretty solid. And actually, they, and they turned the ball over way too much on offense, too. So wisely, they kept Josh Boyer, made him the defensive coordinator. They're going to run the um, uh, aggressive man corners, blitz-oriented Flores defense still. And they really didn't make any changes on that side of the ball. I mean, their first pick was Channing Tyndall, but they didn't pick for a while. You know, they added Melvin Ingram, fine, you know, but that's not wholesale changes for an offseason. But the offense, as everyone knows, adds Armstead, Tyreek Hill. I mean, don't even discount Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, that was an early signing. Connor Williams, a slew of running backs. I mean, tons of different running backs here and an offensive-minded head coach. So if they can get this offense to five yards per play instead of 4.8, you know, to league average or whatever, This team could be better than you think.
0: I am scratching my head at a breakout player on this roster because some of their, you know, Tyree not going to be a breakout player. He's not, right? Jalen Waddles, you know, that caught a hundred balls as a rookie last year. It was a top 10 pick. He's not a breakout player.
1: I don't like, even think like Javon Holland counts because he kind of broke out as a rookie. He was
0: things like yeah. I like, from, from a national like name recognition perspective, this is probably J- Javon Holland's year. It's just a year late because he did already actually break out because he's a really good player. So, yeah, uh, you know, on the defensive line, I, I, you know, I was going to pick
1: Jalen Phillips just because he was. Oh, there we go. I like that
0: one a lot. Okay.
1: I loved him coming out of school. I mean, we talked about Quiddy Pay earlier this week and some of the edge guys in that class. Phillips was my favorite, and he was good as a rookie. No one was down on him. I think he takes a big step forward and is a potential pro bowler. You want Tua to be the breakout. Guy. Yeah, Tua is the one you want <laughs>
0: to be the breakout. I was going to say. And then look, if they're bringing in the Shanahan running game, and really a, a lot of folks talk, and, and Kyle Shanahan included, talk so. Um, so glowingly about Mike McDaniel and he was run game coordinator, you know, and and he dialed up a lot of stuff. And I think some of the Debo Samuel stuff was, was a lot of his design as well. So Mm. Mike McDaniel Shanahan running game is going to be really interesting. I wish they would have drafted like a, a fourth, fifth round running back that I could go snag in all my fantasy leagues. Right. But instead it's the veteran route. They've got the holdover miles Gaskin who I'm never going to count out. They brought in Sony Michelle. They brought in Raheem Mostert from San Francisco. They brought in Chase Edmonds from Arizona. This is an ugly backfield as far as trying to figure out who the guy is going to be. But I'm looking at Raheem Mostert, who's like a six yards per carry guy in Shanahan's offense. If he can stay healthy, Raheem Mostert is a guy I'm excited about on that offense because he's just such a dynamically fast player in that outside zone scheme.
1: And you don't have to project them to the scheme. You've seen stuff, it. It's yeah. an accessible. And you don't you know, have to rush. draft
0: them high either if we're talking fantasy football. So that, that's, right. that's the value, the screaming value to me is, is Raheem Mostert, even if he doesn't start out as the number one guy, if he starts to earn those carries. Because I'm not, you know, Chase Edmonds is a fine player, but he's not, you know, he's not anybody that's going to um, just lock down a role, I think, there if no. someone else is playing better behind him.
1: Edmund's got the most money, so I do think that talks. But I always think of him as more of a receiver, more like the Bills conversation we just had. And, and for fantasy, I, I would gladly draft Mostert really late. And when he gets hurt, I won't start him. You know, I mean, start him when he's out there. And if he lasts six games, great. If he lasts 17, even better. Right. You know, I mean, I don't see Sony Michelle or Gaskin as a great fit here. Um, but I wish it was a little clearer. And yeah, this, this might be one backfield that I'll pay attention to beat reporters, you know, like who's running with the ones and all that right. stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and kind of this is the, the strategy for Shanahan backfields that I've used in, in fantasy for a long time is is draft the, the third guy.
1: <laughs> that's a great yeah. call. Yeah, I've heard you He's say the before. Draft the
0: third guy for free. It worked for me last year with uh with Elijah Mitchell. some
1: point he'll get on the field.
0: Yeah, like the the one you think is never the one that ends up being the guy.
1: Yeah, that, that's a great call. Just give me one of them. Give me a little bit of stock in this backfield, and I'll pay as least as possible for that stock.
0: Miami Dolphins,
1: underrated team, potentially? When we rank quarterbacks after the season, where does Tua need to be to be happy with them? You know what I mean? Or for this to be a playoff team, or Miami to be out of the quarterback market. I mean, if he's the 15th best quarterback, would you take that if you're Miami? I think the answer is oh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. think it's
0: good, yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I even think
1: the 20th best might get them in the playoffs.
0: Right? Yeah. And he's got plenty of weapons if that run game works and yeah. uh, they've they've added to the offensive line and you've got dynamic speed at receiver on offense. It's it's not going to be the same sort of Patrick Mahomes, you know, extending plays and winging it down the field to um to Tyree kill and some of those big plays, but get into those guys' hands, let the speed work. And Michael Daniel, I assume is going to bring in a lot of the aspects of Kyle Shanahan's offense, where they're so good at scheming guys open, getting them in space to utilize that athleticism to run after the catch. It uh, could be really fun if, if it works with, with two skill set in that way. So um, I, th- this is a team that could sneak up on some people and, and end up being pretty darn good. Cause they've got pieces on defense that, that was already solid.
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, last two a note, and I'm not the biggest two a believer. And I basically have said, I just don't think he's super talented. I don't think he has a superpower, you know, like a lot of these quarterbacks do. Um, but to be fair, I, you've called him the left-handed Jimmy Garoppolo or something along those lines. And that was
0: before, that was before
1: the fit, right? Uh,
0: yeah. Offensive coordinator came over and became the head coach.
1: Yep. And we mentioned coaching changes. If you recall, this seems like a hundred years ago and almost sounds like I'm making it up. They had two offensive coordinators last year. Like that was never smart.
0: No, no, not smart. So, interesting team there in Miami. And we'll get to the Patriots and Jets next. But, Matt, you can bet on those Miami Dolphins to win the Super Bowl if you want at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports events at the number one source for odds lines and games on the entire internet that is betonline.net tons of nfl futures for the 2022 season you could bet on coach of the year or which coach is going to get fired you can bet on offensive players of the year offensive rookies of the year defensive players of the year and of course the next super bowl champion and week one lines are already there and, and week i think all the way through 16 lines are there at bet online find reviews and news of every league we're talking major league baseball NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf, live betting, in game, scores, news, everything they have you covered at Bet Online, not just wagering, but news as well. So get over to Bet Online today. Use your desktop or mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. The New England Patriots, Matt, are a team that Won 10 games. There, there was three winning teams in this division last year, and yeah. Bill Belichick's still the head coach. But we have crushed their their drafting and their uh, front office moves and their roster for a while, and you lose offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. Now, Bill's still there, uh, and he's kind of going to be the quasi-offensive <laughs> yeah, right. coordinator maybe too. I, right At some point, I feel like it's got to crumble and fall because I just don't like anything about it except for Bill Belichick. I know. And I
1: thought Bill did his best coaching job that COVID year. I mean, no one had more opt outs than the Patriots. Tom skipped town, went to Tampa, won the Super Bowl, and the Patriots were left with very little, and they still had a respectable season. And this is another one. It's like when I dug in the numbers, like they were 10 and seven last year, and you know, they had 27.2 points per game. That was sixth best in the league. I mean, they're, um, points, you know, yards per play. They were fifth best in the league differential-wise. And I look at this roster. I'm sitting here staring at ourlads.com our, our as we speak at their at their roster and their depth chart. I think it's one of the bottom six or seven in the league. You know, like, I, I joked earlier in the offseason, who's a really good player on the Patriots? I mean, there's not a guy on the tip of your tongue. Like, Matt Judon's a nice player. Everybody would love to have him. But I don't think any team... Okay, here's where I put it. ESPN just put out those top 10 lists for every position. I bet the Patriots didn't have anybody on the list.
0: Nope. Uh, not that <laughs> I... Can... know,
1: JC Jackson's gone. You know, I think actually Hunter Henry was the number 10 tight end from what I remember. And I thought, boy, he's not even... He wouldn't have got my vote. Like, yeah, I don't think just... they have anybody in the top 10 at their position.
0: Can Hunter Henry even play a full season? Right, right. I mean, You know what? Went.
1: and And it's a crazy roster
0: and it's easy to crush their draft this year because of this very shocking cole strange pick and then in the second round going Taquan thornton and i really thought taequan thornton they could have got later thought cole strange they could have gotten later but they're both good sure. prospects too sure and, i like
1: them thinking about in the second yeah. third fourth round but whatever yeah. i like the player
0: and cole strange is definitely um you know very patriotsy and, and reminds me so much of um, when they drafted, uh, Fresno state offensive line at the end of the first round, you know, whatever it was, fifteen Logan years. Mankins, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, Logan Mankins is a really good player. And, and, you know, me being growing up near Fresno, I knew a lot about Logan Mankins. I thought he was awesome. Then I was like, oh, okay, so the NFL thinks he's awesome too. He went in the first round. Wow. And Cole strange has that kind of a vibe. And but and even Tyquan Thornton, he was drafted too early, but man, he he might be a better prospect than than people realize. And yeah, I think yeah. Mac Jones, despite not having a cannon arm, throws actually kind of a, a pretty ball and he might be able to get it down the field to him. So I wonder if Taekwon Thornton, Mac Jones, is that the next you know, is that the, the next big time? Because I don't think there's anybody, you know, Kendrick Bourne, um,
1: they're all fine. I yeah, don't mind they, even adding Devontae Parker, but yeah, who Parker scares you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, who scares you, and who's going to block a rookie if they're if they kind of build a rapport there? So I wonder if Mac Jones to Tyquan Thornton could 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 at least be something that's somewhat d- difficult to cover, just because how fast he is down the field and, and can mm-hmm. he get the ball to him? You know, Jacoby Myers isn't going to hold him back. Um Nelson Aguilar, they've they've got numbers there, but who's going to step up? I'm going to pick Tyquan Thornton as my breakout player there. I like it. just because it's kind of, you know, against the grain and, and everyone thinks that it was such a terrible draft for the Patriots.
1: I'm a huge Mac Jones believer. So, I mean, I think in a way he's already, you know, broken out. I mean, I don't think he can Brady everybody to greatness and rise all ships like <laughs> Rogers or Brady, but he's kind of has to, um, two breakout guys I'm, I'm high on is Christian Barmore. I think he has a chance to be a star on this defensive line. And in a way, Kyle Duggar's already kind of broken out a little bit, but yeah, I, I was just, just ragging on the pats for not having good players. He's a really good player. Not everybody knows it yet.
0: I want to pick the Patriots last in the division. Just so, know, Bill, just so Bill Belichick can be like, you dumb asses, what are you doing? I'm going to win 10 games again. Um, And I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Patriots to be last in the AFC East because I like where the Dolphins and I like where the next team, the Jets, are right now.
1: I think the Jets have a better roster than they do.
0: Well, they for sure have a better roster. The the question is the coaching staff and the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you have any notes on the Patriots, but I I think the Jets are just more interesting to talk about if you want to move on to them.
1: Not really. Uh, I mean, their numbers and their, I don't call them advanced metrics, things like yards per play, yards per snap, you know, We're a lot better than I thought in New England, and they're always good on the special teams, but I think that's really a credit to this coaching staff.
0: Can the New York Jets gain five, six wins on the rest of their division opponents? Because um the Browns, I mean not the Browns, the Dolphins won nine games, the Patriots won 10 games. The Jets were four and thirteen. Um, but now they have a second year quarterback, not a rookie quarterback. Now they have a second year coaching staff, offense and defense. Uh, that they didn't have last year. They added a ton more talent. Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson in the draft. Jeremiah Johnson on the defensive side of the ball, starting to build out you know, the roster and getting those elite athletes. Sauce Gardner, obviously, another one, to run their schemes on both sides of the ball. On paper, this team is ready to break out and everything really, to me, hinges on quarterback and, and Zach Wilson how good he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, much like the Jags, They're really coming from the doldrums to get back to respectability. I mean, they have six wins over the last two years and 27 wins over the last six years. I mean, like, that's terrible. I mean, the average Jets game last year was 11.4 point loss by the Jets. I mean, so every time they rolled it out there, they lost by 11 points on average. I mean, brutal. I mean, yards per play, only Houston was worse, you know. Um, the Ravens were the only one that allowed more yards for play on defense than the Jets. You know they're uh, really were bad across the board, but boy, I like their players. I like their direction. I think I like the coach. I certainly like them as a defensive coordinator, and I, I I think he was a good hire. I love the GM. And I think they have a line. I think they have weapons. I think there's some defensive players that I'm excited about. You know, Sauce Gardner and Carl Lawson coming back. But I don't know that anybody had a worse year than Zach Wilson last year.
0: And not not just Sauce, but Bryce Hall. The the yeah the yeah from a couple years ago was a steal. He's a starting caliber player, and they brought in DJ Reed from Seattle as a Quality free agent. Player. So yep. they're they're deep at corner. Um, they've, you know, Quinn and Williams is maybe even a breakout player and everyone knows his name is a top three draft pick in the NFL draft, but he has, hasn't quite hit that level. And he's still very talented. And you got Jer, uh, Jermaine Johnson to go with John Franklin Myers. And, um, they're starting to build this thing. They already had CJ Mosley at linebacker. So the defense could be getting close to yeah. for, for prime time. And, uh, you know, potentially star running back now and a star receiver in Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. So Zach Wilson has weapons. The offensive line has been addressed a lot recently. They added a lot. They probably overpaid to, to continue to be better on the offensive line with Lakin Tomlinson at guard and free agency. And, um, you know, can Mackay Beckton stay healthy? Elijah berry the first rounder from 2021. So, um, I mean, on paper, this team's ready to go the year two the year two development of the coaching staff with zach wilson i mean however good like you asked the question about Tua. if he's the 15th best quarterback in the league if zach wilson's the 15th best quarterback in the league this year this is a playoff team
1: they may win 10 games yeah 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 a hundred percent he's got a long way to go to get there yeah (laughs) he's (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he was he's, like 32nd
0: he's, last year, but I yeah, he was below 32nd. I mean, he's got, yeah. he's got a climb just to be one of the 32, but he's got the talent. And I think it was the biggest jump of all those rookie quarterbacks. I mean, even Trey Lance didn't have to play as a rookie coming from the FCS level. And so he got to kind of slow play into it. Zach Wilson went from BYU and having fun slinging backyard sidearm throws and everybody on his team was pretty good and didn't have a tough schedule in college. And he was always, he was never under pressure to go into the NFL, uh, to the New York Jets, that's a big leap. That was tough yeah, for yeah. him last year, so you would expect him to struggle. And as long as he's headstrong enough to to stay afloat through that and battle through that, then I like it. And I think people are burying guys like Zach Wilson and, uh, and, and Justin Fields too soon because they had tough rookie years because you should have, have expected them to have tough rookie years.
1: 100%, yeah. I mean, you wish you saw more glimpses, but uh, I hope people remember there was a stretch there. Wilson was horrible, horrible, horrible. And then he got hurt or he COVID or something. He sat out a few games and when he came back, he looked a little better. I mean, so if we're really putting a microscope on and looking for positives, the end of the year was better than the beginning half of the year or more. And unlike Tua, I think there's obvious talent here. I mean, he's a great thrower of the football. He's lighter on his feet than Tua. But I mean, my big concerns with him coming out of BYU, as you just kind of reiterated, were doesn't handle pressure well and never had to deal with it. He could just sit there and pat the ball at BYU, and he's little, you know. Like I, I wonder when the hits start adding up, how he handles that too. But by no means am I flushing him down the toilet or anything like that. But I mean, if he's league average, this team's going to be quite good. And I know you're not a trade area. You know, don't spend high picks on running back, you know, pundit. And I mostly agree with you. But where I think it's the best time to do it, if you're going to do it, is if you're preparing for a new quarterback, like the Steelers. They drafted Najee Harris, knowing a new quarterback was going to be there next year. Or you're helping a Zach Wilson or somebody like that. You know, like, everyone kills Seattle. Why did they draft, you know, a a running back that high? I'm like, well, because I think that they're preparing for the, the rookie quarterback to have a safety blanket behind him, you know, next year. Where the Jets... I you know not that Carter was bad, but Wilson would have had an easier time if Hall was there a year ago. And Hall's gonna end up on some of my fantasy teams.
0: Oh yeah, and, and Brees Hall was yeah. the best running back in the draft, and they already took two players, so it's not as bad for me. Right. Like Drafted right. him with our first draft pick. If they didn't have two first round picks already, but they had a they got a star potentially star. They had three
1: him. picks already. Jermaine Johnson <laughs> That's too. Right. Yeah, yeah 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 right.
0: <laughs> I forgot. I keep forgetting um, about Jermaine Johnson in the first round as well. So this is their fourth pick. Um, and you're helping out your young quarterback and they didn't have much at all at running back and um you know Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman Tevin yeah. Coleman just not you know he he's uh, he, I can't he, look on the league. Yeah, he was not your uh, and look they he knew the scheme and everything and I think you know um character wise he's off the charts and everyone loves him and that's probably why he they brought him in to help you know Put together a new scheme, but they needed just more talent. And Michael Carter's the third down back at best, anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Brees Hall, do it all guy. I, 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 of all the highly drafted running backs recently, Brees Hall to the Jets made totally the most sense to me. And yeah. I'm yeah. not mad about it when you draft the best running back either in the second round. It, it makes, I, I would rather, I would rather draft Brees Hall high in the second round than uh, Ty Davis Price late in the third round, like the 49ers did.
1: That's what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, this yeah. obvious gap between those two, yes. just talent wise. They do have some wild cards in addition to Wilson. I don't quite get get what's going on with Makai Becton, but they didn't draft a tackle high. Um, Fant's going to be on one side. Becton's going to be on the other. That's a, a bit of a variable that could go one way or another for them. And they have a lot of players, like you mentioned, like a Quinn and Williams. Can they take a step forward and be a true star, like they were drafted to be and they flashed to be? If I get one breakout here, though, BP – he I'm not sure he's gonna count because he was really good when we saw him, but I adore Elijah Moore. You know, yeah. like I think he'll be their number one receiver. A lot of receivers take a big step. Everyone used to talk about the third year leap at wide out. It's really a second year leap, you know, now because these guys are gonna lead a lot more adjusted. I think he's a total star.
0: I love Elijah Moore too. The problem is Corey Davis is gonna start, and I love Garrett Wilson more. And I, so I hear for, you. Yeah. Garrett Wilson really blocked the Elijah Moore breakout for me because I, I think Garrett Wilson has a chance to be the star. And I think in the end, what happens is Corey Davis isn't there next year and it's Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Um, but Elijah Moore right. would project more to the slot. So just, you know, would, would not be on the field as much as those guys. So I still would. You know, I, I would still be on the, the Garrett Wilson bandwagon, even as a rookie, versus the second year guy in Elijah Moore, just because I think the usage is going to turn out to be that way. And, you know, he's been a top 10 pick on a guy, and Garrett Wilson's not going to take a backseat because, he, because he's too talented. I think he's a stud. And so, um, yeah. And it, it, will, will, will Zach Wilson be good enough? And will he spread the ball around enough for all those guys to be valuable is the big question there?
1: Mm-hmm. And kind of like the Bills conversation we just had, when you sit here and look at it on paper, They've got uh, eight able pass catchers. You know, you mentioned those top three receivers. Braxton Berrios is your four. He'll get, he gets the job done as a slot. You mentioned Carter's a good receiver. Brees Hall's a good receiver, and it's it's kind of like the OJ Howard situation. You sign CJ Azoma and Tyler Conklin. You know, like you're gonna get you're gonna have a quality tight end room.
0: Which means nobody's going to have fantasy value because there's too much. to And the quarterback can't running. elevate them all anyway. And like all right. Brees Hall because he'll catch some balls in the backfield and be their main running back in that outside zone scheme. So Brees Hall's the one to own. Everybody else, you know. Yeah, you, you kind of tip. It'd be different if Aaron
1: Rodgers as a quarterback,
0: right? Yeah, I wish I could go all in on Garrett Wilson, but he's a rookie. I wish I could go all in on Elijah Moore, but now he's kind of blocked because of the two starters there at wide receiver. But um, a ton of talent on this team, so I, I got to say they're underrated. And and I do expect it, it, it's the storyline to me of this twenty twenty two season is the second year quarterbacks way more so than the rookie quarterbacks. You know, uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. because um, the rookies I, might not even play. I think some of them got buried. And there's too much talent there. It was a really good quarterback class. And some of them are going to be busts, I'm sure. But some of them might be stars, and I don't think we're getting enough credit. And, and Kyle, I mean, Zach Wilson is talented enough to be one of those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be fun. Fun to watch. Uh, and not, uh, to me, the Jets are just underrated just because they have too many high draft picks and, and, and extremely talented players. And, and I believe in the coaching staff, too.
1: Yes, I, I do, too. I really like what their plan is. It's very obvious. It's not just you know scatter shot and just throwing things hoping they stick, and it's all designed about making Wilson's life easier. I'm with you. I, I know we gotta wrap up here, but the I think when history is written on this quarterback class from last year, it'll be very favorable, and that this class as a whole with five first rounders will do very very well. But I will say of the first rounders, Wilson's including Zach Mills or Davis Mills. Wilson's the one I have the most concerns about right now, you know, just after rookie tape.
0: I'm trying to find right now the Jets over under at Bet Online. See, like, I
1: it's bet only, I go over whatever that oh, is.
0: It's only five and a half games. I'm going yeah. over easy on that one. I mean, that's I not, know they
1: have a really tough schedule, but it's, you know, uh, they're better than a six win team.
0: They were a four win team last year, and they for sure added one and a half wins just by just by their second year quarterback being not a rookie anymore.
1: Right right, and there's so much Unless more he's a disaster
0: him. maybe maybe Wilson's a disaster too I mean that is a possibility It's a possibility But and, he already and was
1: and they won already four was. games. he already <laughs> was right is he gonna be worse than last year? I can't believe that what's strange though is I wonder how many games they actually won when he was quarterback. remember the the Mike White week or two where he was really good and that's good yeah they didn't win uh,
0: they didn't win four games with Zach Wilson that's for sure they 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 one of their wins at least came when he was out, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm all right, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, whatever, there I'm buying, the I'm excited, I'm buying the Jets. Let's go. And of course, they're going to be terrible, and the Patriots are going to be good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd have a hard time putting hard earned money on yeah. the Patriots coming in fourth.
0: Yeah, yeah, all right, fantastic stuff. That is the preview as we get toward training camp here in the AFC East. We'll run through all the divisions as we uh begin training camp and the 2022 season getting closer. Thanks everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your. First, listen, talk to you next time right here, Peacock and Williamson.